What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the new inaugural podcast. That's right, this is the first one. Uh, we called this podcast Best of the Worst. We'll be taking a look at some of the worst albums as critically and financially backed by many artists and really looking kind of in-depth at these albums and seeing what actually makes them great. Uh, today, on our first episode, we'll be taking a look at a band called Bush, you may remember them, uh, grunge rockers from the 90s, and their album Razorblade Suitcase, uh, the follow-up to 16 Stones, uh, which was released in 1996 and kind of really uh, didn't do all that well, but again, still one of the better albums from this band. So uh, first off, we'll start off with the song Swallowed. All right, that was the lead single off of the album Razorblade Suitcase that was Swallowed. Um, again, really kind of uh, hit hard uh, coming off of the success of 16 Stones and kind of was like the precursor for the album. Um, kind of really felt like uh, maybe a B-side release from 16 Stones, but still a great song in its own right. Um, the only difference really kind of from the tone of the album was definitely the more melancholy, uh, more... Uh, depressed sound of the rest of the album. So uh, Swallow kind of was one of those standout tracks where it kind of really brought people back into the band, but it was just a little difficult because the rest of the album didn't exactly sound the same. So um, it really was hard for a lot of fans to connect to the album in total because it didn't really sound a lot like Swallowed. Um, again, a lot of these bands in the 90s suffered from commercial success because a lot of people wanted exactly the same thing that, from the album that was successful in the predecessor, but it could clearly see that Bush was trying to take it a different direction. Um, got a little more personal on this album, and one of the favorite songs of mine uh, that was kind of really, really stripped down, really personal, um, kind of a darker tone to the album, was definitely the song Mouth. Uh, if you'll remember, Mouth was also used in the American Werewolf in Paris soundtrack. Uh, had a very electronic overdub um, on that soundtrack. But the original version kind of really stands out just because of the really dark tones that it had. Uh, very minimal, very stripped away. Uh, you didn't have a lot of polish like you had on a lot of the other songs. Um, so it kind of felt like it was just recorded very quickly. Um, it kind of felt really dirty, <laughs> if that's a good word to use. But again, the really uh, the tones of that song really kind of stood out um, from everything else that was on that album. Um, again, it was tapped for that soundtrack. And of course, the overdubs did kind of give it a different feel um, to kind of suit the movie soundtrack. But again, what really was on the album version really kind of stood apart from uh, the rest of the album. But it was really probably one of the most personal songs that Bush ever did write. Um, and let's have a listen here. This is Mouth. That was the song Mouth, um, again, off of Razorblade 2Ks by Bush. Um, again, just another one of my personal favorites. Uh, let's keep moving into another song that kind of really got overlooked, um, even by myself, uh, that first listen. Um, I really, really dug the song Cold Contagious, uh, kind of as I grew older, um, really just starting to appreciate kind of the sonic depth that the band went into. Um, the really big thing that stood out uh, with this song was definitely how they brought a lot of the um, more subtle tones that they had on that album um, and fused it again with kind of what made them very popular, which was riding that grunge wave um, in the early and middle 90s. So Cold Contagious, um, again, just really uh, resonates because it does kind of really kind of latch back to that ultimate success that they had with 16 Stones. 
but still in the vein of the album takes it in a more uh, personal level. Um, definitely a more uh, direct sound. And I think that it's one of those songs that you have to give a second listen to because, uh, again, with the rest of the album, kind of with the standouts of Swallow and Mouth, um, and even Greedy Fly, which was also released as a single, it kind of got overshadowed. But uh, on the second listen of the album, it really does fit, uh, really is something that I think is one of their better tracks and one of their better songs over the course of their entire career. So let's check out Cold Contagious. And welcome back. That was Cold Contagious by Bush off Razorblade Suitcase. And one thing that, you know, to keep in mind about Razorblade Suitcase was it kind of did get lost in the shuffle with the death of Kurt Cobain, one of the leading uh, members of the grunge movement and Nirvana as well, um, really kind of just uh, put a shock in the grunge community to where a lot of these other grunge acts uh, kind of found it hard to continue on because you started to see some more popular forms uh, becoming more successful in the mainstream 90s uh, media circuits. So again, grunge was, you know, kind of really hitting its forefront, especially when the release of 16 Stones came out. But by the time we got around to Razorblade Suitcase, you were kind of starting to see some other trends uh, starting to take precedent. And so it was very uh, easy for this album to kind of get lost on a lot of rock fans um, out there, especially uh, with so many great albums coming out during that time. And one thing that the band has always faced was a big criticism um, of how they were very much in similar vein to Nirvana. And so uh, it was very hard for them to shake that shadow and kind of stand out on their own, especially in the height of Nirvana. Um, but again, I really think when you listen to this album, it really does uh, kind of take it to a more personal level with that band and kind of shows you who they were um, as a band and where they were going with their careers. So uh, we'll jump into another song here on the album, uh, Greedy Fly. Greedy Fly was, uh, again, released as a single um, stateside and was one of their finer songs on the album. Um, I really kind of like this song because it just really kind of hit on a lot of the commercialism um, in the media and also about how it was more, you know, take, 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 really kind of Bush trying to stand out on their own, um, but still ultimately uh, succumbing to the uh, media and corporate media machines that were out there at the time and really uh, the fight that they had to kind of stand on their own and be respected and recognized as a band, um, individual of those other mainstream bands that were kind of really hitting it big um, in the 90s with the grunge wave. So let's take a listen here to Greedy Fly. All right, that was Greedy Fly, uh, again, off the Razorblade Suitcase album by Bush. Um, again, just a really great cut um, from that album, and I really think uh, it deserves a second listen, um, as well as the whole album. Um, again, just, you know, pop it in and uh, take a listen through. I think maybe you can see uh, some things now 20 years removed from its original release that will uh, make this album stand out for you. Um, so that'll do it for today's episode. Um, again, my name is Daryl and it has been an absolute pleasure, uh, rocking with you guys and just kind of reviewing some of these albums that I feel have, uh, been overlooked and really kind of just deserve another take. And, uh, some 20 years after its original release, maybe you can find some, uh, more nuggets and morsels of sonic goodness in this album. Um, so again, please leave any comments, uh, that would definitely help the podcast and we'll be back again with another album that we feel is best of the worst. Have a great day.